0: And can I take 80 customers times 4000 a month? You're doing about $320,000 a month today in revenue.
1: You are listening
0: to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Yanni Karkanen. He's a value driven entrepreneur, father of four, and a team sports enthusiast. played a lot of band in front of 80,000 people. He set up three companies and sold one. Now he's building a next phase of evolution and B2B collaboration called OneIO.cloud. Uh, one it's an integration service provider. All right, Yanni, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, what does that mean, A uh, an integration service provider?
1: Well, it actually means this kind of like, a, I think, a, you're talking about SaaS all the time, <laughs> so it's kind of like a primary thing, but I, I think uh, from our standpoint, we are kind of like co- uh, combining the domain expertise and the SaaS product to be this kind of like a service provider offering, which means that we can actually, our customers can hand out the keys to this particular domain, which is not that kind of like easy to fulfill and we'll take care of it. So in a way, we'll take the whole nine yards from, from our customers. So
0: so it's a combination of there's there's you have a software that's built, but you also do it for your your users. there's services too.
1: Um, well, two sides. So in a way, of course you need to ramp up stuff when you implement, uh, implement integrations. That's only a tiny part, but I think the most valuable part is the running of things. So in a way, mm. we run it. So in a way, we're we're like your mobile op- operator for your phones if you' compare to your collaboration things between the b two b businesses. so
0: Okay, it's, maybe uh, help thing. us get a better understanding of this. I mean, can you tell us the story of a, cu- a current customer and and how they use you?
1: Well, usually, it's it's um, uh, our prime domain is IT services. So, in a way, uh, companies, enterprises have IT services, so they need to deliver different kind of things for their internal customers, so to speak. So, in a way, what they need to do is orchestrate this kind of things. So. What uh, nowadays is a is a trend is that you actually don't in-house everything. You don't do your like infrastructure, you know, application support, uh, whatever that it needs to be kind of like to fulfill all th- these things. You outsource these things. So it means that you need to be able to orchestrate everything that you do, and that means that you need to be able to collaborate with your vendors. So in a way. For example, we have a good uh, reference case buyer is a big pharmaceutical company. They have this like the biggest outsourcing bid there has been in Europe. Uh, I I think maybe globally, but it's $1 billion or euros This outsourcing. So Mm -hmm. they need to operate all these things that they are buying buying from these uh, vendors like Gemini or or these things.
0: Now, when I interviewed yeah. you back four years ago in 2018 and also three years ago back in 2019, you said that on average customers are paying you sort of you know around four thousand dollars per month. Is it still in that range
1: I think it's it's been kind of like uh, to, to a certain extent of course lowering but then of course to to kind of like more so it's it's kind of like a thing that gets expanded. so you start with something which could be lower than four. But then, of course, there's no ceiling on that if, if you need to. It's I understand. Long-term, long-term.
0: If we look at an average, though, is it about 4,000 a month?
1: I think it's like a between the 3 or 4, yeah.
0: Okay, okay, got it. That's great. And and we when you came on last, we talked obviously about how many of these customers you signed up. I believe you're a low volume, high price point, right? So how many customers yeah. are you working with today? I
1: think we're really like short of 100, so 80 to 100.
0: Okay. That's nice growth. Again, I think last time we chatted, you had about 60 customers. Uh, so how have you expanded your team to support the extra customers? What's your team size today?
1: Uh, we're more, uh, I think we, today we started with two, I think we are like 50 now. So five, zero. Yeah. So we have a team in Germany, in us and in, in Helsinki. And of course, few few satellites over the Nordic and and UK. Mm -hmm. So
0: Yep. Now can, and can I take 80 customers times 4,000 a month? You're doing about $320,000 a month today in revenue.
1: Mm, I think it's quite close to 300. Yeah.
0: Okay. About 300,000 a month. And you've bootstrapped, I believe, correct? Or have you raised?
1: Uh, We're not that uh, young company. So we've done this for 10 years. We bootstrapped the first five or six, we had uh, like a minor seed funding from uh, 1 million. Uh, I think it was 2019, 2018. And uh, this year we raised our first round of uh, 7 million.
0: Oh, you did raise. Okay, got it. Yeah, so You did a million seed back in 2018, 2019. And most yeah. folks, when they are raising seeds back then, you know, you're selling, yeah. you know, 10 to 20% of the business. Is that about what you sold? Yeah. Mm, approximately, yeah. Somewhere in there. Okay, so like a 5 million cap, something like that. Um, and then...
1: I think yeah. it was eight or eight or
0: nine. Oh, eight. Okay, great. So you got better terms. You got better terms than I would say others did. Um, what prompted the switch? You're pretty capital efficient, right? Up to last year, you had only a million raised, but you had over 3.5 million bucks in terms of run rate. Why did you decide to raise capital?
1: I think it's kind of like obvious that we've done this exploration of, of our own business model and the kind of like offering that we have and what is really our like. We are really proud of the fact that we have practically practical zero churn. So in a way, we, we have tested it. So it is the, the kind of solution that we're providing is really good. Our customers are really happy and they hardly never leave. So this was the point where we felt that, okay, the solution works. Now we need to put, put the pedal to the floor and get some, some kind of acceleration to the market.
0: So when did the reasonable. round close? Uh, On February year. Ah, so you beat you closed right before the market. The market took a dive, right? So, would you call this your yeah. Series A? I
1: think it's yeah. Well, well usually it's the VC's that uh, define what Series it is, so we don't really yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, but you could call it A. Yeah.
0: Do you guys care about valuation right now? Specifically, your valuation. Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than Founderpath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. And then most times again, in series A, you know, you're selling, you know, maybe a little bit less than the seed. So maybe 10% of the business or were you sort of around there?
1: Mm, A little bit more than 10, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. so that would have been like a 55, 60 million valuation, something like that.
1: Mm, not really. It's like a 20, 25, from, from 20,
0: 25 million no, valuation. That's your, your,
1: so, so that's like
0: a 30. 30, okay. And that's pre money or post? Post. Post. Okay, cool. Well, that, that, I mean, looking back now, obviously you've only had it for two, three months. Did that valuation feel fair for where you were at the time?
1: I think so. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, well we started the uh, path towards the, the, the next round just before the COVID hit, so we can of like, run into a few issues because you cannot meet people, and it, it usually VCs invest into the team. So it's kind of like looking at the eyeballs, <laughs> more more or less. Of course, you need to have the numbers and ideas and, and these of things, but at the end of the day, it's it's the team that they invest, and I I feel that that was a Little bit tricky for us because we need to do everything online yep. and so forth. So,
0: yeah, yeah. How many of the 50 people on your team today are engineers?
1: I think it's more or less uh, from the engineering, like development side, I think it's like 16, 17. Then we, of okay. course, have support engineers and this kind of like more technical people, not but not the developers, maybe five, six.
0: Okay, so maybe 23 total, something like that. Yeah. And then do you have quota carrying sales reps, uh, yep, Yanni, or no?
1: Yeah, how we many actually? Well, few are kind of like having like a but like these multiple roles, but uh, I think uh, in, in Germany we have two, uh, in Finland, three, US, two, so it's five total. That.
0: Yeah. yeah. How did you... Figuring out your first salesperson's quota is not easy for a SaaS founder. How did you set your quota for your first sales hire? Um,
1: I can't really recall. So it's going kind to... Of You're not sure. Okay. But yeah. And, and I I think when it comes to these sort of quotas and, and, and things to... How to measure these kind of sales, I think in, in our case, particularly, it, it is a team effort. We don't really we feel that it's, it's kind of like a, we're, our, our bonus mechanisms are, are more kind of like joint. So when the team and the whole company
0: yep. makes an effort, yep. then we are. Um, and you shared back in 2018 that you were spending you know about $60,000 to get a new customer paying $4,000 a month, right? So you had a payback period of around 13 months. Are those still yeah. the same metrics?
1: I think we've gone up a little bit. Okay. So, so Spend a little more. Is, yeah. Uh, well, I'm but the,
0: you still uh, have. I'm, I'm not, sorry. I was gonna say you still have the really good retention, right? Above 100% net dollar retention. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think um,
1: that, uh, LTV tech yeah. is quite quite extensive since we don't have really cher- So so the calculation with with if you need to divide by zero, it's a little bit tricky. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's tricky. <laughs> Now, when you say the CAC went up a little bit, where, I mean, that's 80,000 bucks. Where are you spending that money? How are you using it?
1: Well, of course, company of our size is, is salaries, of course. And, uh,
0: okay. So uh, most of that right? CAC is salaries, not paid marketing yeah. expenses, paid no, ads. No,
1: no, no, no. It's, it's personal, of course, labor that we need to do. And uh, of course, inbound and this kind of market awareness is something that we are exploring a lot, but... Uh, it's a tricky business. Amazing. We haven't really uh, found, a, like, a, okay, we put money there. And we're, so it, we're like all yeah. in, in, in the face.
0: Well, of Yanni, the before we wrap up, I have to ask about the three guitars behind you. How did you get in front of 80,000 people? I mean, are you in a band or a solo performer or what? Yeah,
1: well, I used to be in a band like 10 years ago. So
0: that's amazing. What was the name of the band? Uh, it's called Sunrise Avenue. Sunrise Avenue, and the biggest yeah, exactly. venue you played was eighty thousand.
1: Yeah,
0: wow! I'm <laughs> I'm looking up pictures of you from back in the day right now on Google. You were yeah. you were you were quite the you were quite the guitarist, huh?
1: Yeah, well, that's for somebody else, else to decide. But uh, <laughs> it was a experience, of course. Yeah.
0: Do you still do you still get a chance to play today?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I have another band at the moment. Uh, well, not that active though, but uh, it's called Phoenix Effect. You can you can find that in uh-huh. Spotify as well. However, I think we're the uh, Sunrise Avenues is, is uh, having a farewell tour at the moment. At, uh, and actually, I'm planning to join the guys in on the stage in in, in July. A- so it's going to be exciting stuff. So.
0: That's amazing. Uh, yeah, that's really and amazing. St- I'm on yeah, a-, a stadium. I'm- Stadium I'm on metal. Something. I'm on Metal reading about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this mm-hmm. is your last cool. this is your last stadium, huh? What uh, how many folks are you guys expecting to be in attendance? Well,
1: actually they've renovated the stadium you just now. I'm not sure, but it should be in like 40.
0: Wow. Maybe. Wow. Very interesting. Is there what, is there any big similarity between building a software company and playing a guitar in front of 80,000 people with your band? Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe not directly playing but actually like doing a band I think that there's a lot of similarities so it's uh, kind of like you you need to build the prototypes do a demos, sell it to a record company, kind of like a market yourself like question yourself all the time, or you name it so it's a, it's a similar road and I, I think that it's been a exciting things to, to kind of like have these experiences and, and and bring them to different kind of domains so it's a
0: that's exciting. It's been,
1: it's been
0: cool. Well, hey, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's the last book that you read?
1: Uh, I think it has to be some sort of like a, well, it's a Finnish book. Remes, uh, pyöre. finished it's
0: book. Finished book. I'll this, just uh, say finished uh, book. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: It's All right. Good one. Number Number good two, one. is there a founder that you're following or studying?
1: Not really, no.
0: Okay. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building one IO?
1: Well, we have this uh, lucid boards, lucid app, which we use for this kind of sketching. What's it called? Lucid, lucid board, lucid chart. Lucid. Oh, family. lucid chart. Yeah. yeah.
0: Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get each night?
1: Oh, eight at least.
0: And what's your situation? Married, single, kids?
1: I'm in a modern family of, of six kids
0: and uh, and a miss. Wow. Okay. Mary, six kids. Holy cow. And how old are you? I'm uh, 45. 45. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Sorry. Something you wish you knew when you were 20 years old? That's
1: it. That actually, I don't know
0: everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Uh, Oneio.cloud is helping uh, service providers, you know, IT servicers uh, deliver stuff to their retail customers, like application support at scale. We had him back on in 2018. You know, uh, he's smaller than, much larger now. He's grown to over three hundred thousand dollars a month in revenue, three point six million dollar run rate. He was very capital efficient, doing only a million raised back in 2019 to grow a three million dollar business. That you know what? Now's the time to step on the gas. He just closed a seven million dollar Series A in February at around a thirty million. Evaluation. Fifty people on his team as he looks to scale. And oh, by the way, he's a guitarist in a band with their farewell tour hitting here in July uh, with thirty thousand people. men man of multiple talents. Yanni, thanks for taking us to the top.
1: Thanks. Man.